Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. It's Friday, which means it's time for our Draft Network Super Show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Kyle Krabs. A brief moment before we start the show. I'd like to cordially invite each and every one of you listening to pardon our dust. The Draft Network, we're trying to introduce a couple new features for the podcast. One of those including uh, some live Twitch features twitch.tv slash the draft network we broadcasted today's super show live on the air last night right before the start of thursday night football if you missed us we're sorry you did it was an impromptu opportunity to test out the twitch stream and we're really happy with the results with that said we're still ironing out some finer details and as a result we don't have the full audio recording of today's show but with that in mind We have approximately 20 minutes of John, Trevor, Joe, and myself talking about the wide receivers, the defensive linemen, the edge prospects, the offensive tackles involved at the Senior Bowl, and in addition, we answer fan questions that came in live during the course of the Twitch stream. So I'd like to thank you for listening to the show. We will continue to work out these kinks, and we hope you enjoy what you experience on today's Draft Network Super Show with our friends over at Locked On NFL Draft. You guys want to know who's going to make a poop ton of money at the Senior Bowl? David Sills, because he's there with his quarterback, Will Greer. And you let those guys play throw and catch with each other. Got to put them on opposite teams. No. Let them play together and let them fry, thrive because Sills is going to moss people in the one-on-ones. And they know, they know each other so well. And I just think I'm looking at the roster that we have here for wide receivers. And David Sills is a name that I'm excited about because I thought he showed some growth in a couple areas. He, he was previously a quarterback recruit, uh, transitioned to a wide receiver midway through his college career, has put up monster numbers in this spread. And physically, he's a tough mismatch in the red zone. So David Sills is a name that I'm looking forward to watching playing the wide receiver group because He's got that chemistry with Will Greer, and you know when they have those shared reps, he's really going to pop. I know Kyle's going Kyle's gonna to make fun of me, but I'm excited to see Emmanuel Hall. I want to see in person if that speed is as big of a trump card as it looks like it is on Missouri State at times. And I know he's had some issues with drops before, so that part of his game I will be watching closely. But I like his releases. I think he gets vertical better than, than really most receivers in this class. And I think he, he really does have some nice finishes down the field on the ball, but then also they asked him to do a little bit more this year and uh, in in terms of diversifying his route tree and stuff, and I thought that he looked pretty good at that. So those are all things I'm going to be watching for with him. But, you know, that kind of length and that kind of speed, you know, don't come around in a combination all that often. So, uh, yes, the hands are a question mark, but I, I am kind of excited for his game. 
I'm super pumped to see what a human being with absolutely no hands existing on his body looks like. That's going to be really cool. He's this, not even that he's bad. Shank bricks for hands. I saw, him, I saw him catch a film on 27. He's bad, dude. He caught a ball over the shoulder with his wrists. He didn't even catch it with his Good hands. Flash he his wrists. Well, that's impressive. He should get extra points. Yeah, he should get extra points. But he did. I agree. But he his hands were more of a concern last year than this past year for what it's worth. But he also was injured some of this year, so that may be why it looked that way. Uh, Trevor, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a brief moment here by introducing the edge class. And I'd like a, a thought that you have on somebody from the edge class, which is a position group that I, I think has some interesting players. We have Ledbetter from Georgia, Jelks from Oregon, Walker from Georgia, Winovich from Michigan, Collier from TCU, Granderson from Wyoming, Banigou from TCU, Zach Allen, BC, Jalen Ferguson, Louisiana Tech. O'Shane Zimenez from Old Dominion, Josh Allen from Kentucky, and Kaminsky from small school that I don't know the abbreviation for. <laughs> yeah, the Kaminsky dude I'm super interested in just because I like don't know anything about him. And Jim Nagy on the on the broadcast talked about how he was a quarterback in high school and he was like six feet tall when he went into college and now he's six five, two seventy-five, right? Is that this that's the same guy, right, that he was talking about? So I I mean, I'm super intrigued by him, but uh, the guys that I think I would say, I guess, like have the most a game. Well, I don't know about most a game, but Josh Allen, certainly from Kentucky, has the first round hype that's around him. I like him. John and I have talked about this on the podcast. I, I, I liked him a little bit in flashes when we were going through the summer scouting series, but John and I really didn't know what to do with him because he played a lot of traditional linebacker responsibilities. This year, they kind of set him free a lot more, and you could see that it was just more natural for him. He was, I guess, unchained, if you'll call it. You could just let him go and let him be a pass rusher. I thought he did really well this year with that responsibility. And then um, who's the other one? Oh, Jelks, uh, which is Ben Solak's boy, who Ben really liked. Yeah, Ben bailed on him. Ben really, ben really liked him coming into the season. And I watched a little bit of it. I didn't really know anything about him until Ben started talking about him. And I was like, okay, I kind of like this guy too. I see, I see a little bit of what Ben's talking about, but – he just looks slow this year. Like all of the traits and, and length and ability that he would have had, I just, it just never came to fruition. And so I don't really know what to make of him. And so I'm pretty excited that he's going to the senior bullet just because he is a bigger body guy. He has that length. He's got some things that the pass rushers aren't going to be able to offer, which is always something good that can separate you as a prospect, especially when you're going to an environment like the senior bowl, where you're going and you're getting NFL coaching and you're, and you're having them get their hands on you for a couple of days and tell you how to use your length and your hands and maybe clean up the way that you do things and fire off the ball. And I guess we'll see, I'm hoping we see a little bit more of a, uh, the jokes that we kind of projected at the beginning of the year, because this year I just, it like never came to fruition at all. So. John, I'm going to have you give an edge take, Joe give an edge take, and then let's take a couple questions. We've got quite a bit of them in the comments here. Go ahead, John. Yeah, I think uh, Trevor brought up a couple of good names, obviously. I, I actually am so excited about this edge group, and I think the strength of the whole senior bowl roster lies kind of in the, of course, the interior defensive line, If the, especially if some of these other guys uh, declare as, or uh, end up accepting their invitation. But the edge group, defensive line group, and then the offensive line group, honestly, really, really good so far as well. I mean, it seems like they got almost all the top names. And remember, you know, a lot more offensive linemen stay in school and play their senior year out than probably any other position. So uh, I'm excited to see those groups. Uh, 
How about the groups of guys that hasn't said anything yet, that haven't accepted their invitation yet? I mean, if Montez Sweat and Cleveland Farrell and Christian Miller from Alabama, who yeah. I'm very intrigued by, yep. if they all say yes, and then you, you include the interior defensive line group, Christian Wilkins, Jerry Tillery, and Isaiah Bugs, if we get yeses from those guys, I mean, the group that's already going to be there is really, really impressive. Trevor said a bunch of names up close and, and, and in person. I'm really looking forward to seeing DeAndre Walker from Georgia. I just didn't think he really took big strides this year like I hoped he would. There were flash games. Missouri was one of them. But overall, just didn't feel like he was a consistent, impactful force as a pass rusher. And then the Alabama game. I mean, he was everywhere. Yeah. Probably the toughest yeah. I've seen anybody, toughest time I've probably seen anybody give Jonah Williams. I mean, I thought power and some inside moves, and he's not maybe the, the fast, bendy type, but still finds way to win as a pass rusher and drop his pad level coming around the corner. So, I, I like Walker. I didn't think he improved a ton this season, but physically in person, I mean, he's going to look like a monster. Um, you know, everybody's going to want to draft him just when they when they get next to him and just see what. Yeah, I mean, the kid's just built. But uh, I'm excited to see how he does in the one v ones, how he wins along the outside edge track a little bit, and um, of course Chase Winovich as well. But uh, for a lot of the same reasons, but uh, Walker's probably one of the guys that's already accepted that I'll be watching the closest. I want to mention the offensive line, Kyle. Uh, I know you wanted an edge take, but I want to talk about some of these guys that are going to try to block them. And yeah, I think we got a premier guy. Right? Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> Yannick Juice from West Virginia is a guy that I think, you know, we've kind of been touting him as a potential top 50 guy, maybe even a first-round guy. And so when you talk about him getting some chances to go 1v1 versus, you know, maybe a sweat and a feral, but we've already got Allen – uh, committed to this thing. That's going to be a great, great showcase. Hopefully they'll be on the same team. you got Dalton Rizzer from Kansas State, who's, I mean, just as technically sound of a blocker as you're going to find a guy that probably projects inside at the NFL after playing right tackle at Kansas State. So we'll get a chance to see that transition. Uh, you've got um, uh, Caleb McGarry from Washington, their right tackle over there. I think he moves really well. He's very physical. Chris Lindstrom from Boston College four-year starter on those really good Boston College Eagles rushing attacks. So he'll get, he'll get a chance to really kind of cement himself. And then a guy that I've talked about all year long who just won the, uh, was it, the Remington Award, Garrett Bradbury from NC State. He's a tight end uh, convert, kicked inside to center. He's probably the best center in college football this past year. He won the award for it. Speaks and he's got it. rare mobility. And so you talk about a guy that, you know, the the, the – the drills are so tailored for the defensive lineman at the senior bowl, but you got a guy like Bradbury that can move laterally as well as he can. He's a guy that might be able to stay square with guys like Gerald Willis who are going to be coming after him left and right. So I'm really excited about this offensive line group in Mobile, and I know that like seems like every year we're kind of underwhelmed by the offensive lineman there, but if we get these guys, if they actually show up, I think we've got a chance to have a good showing. All right, let's take some questions. We've got a bunch queued up. So the way we're going to dish them out, I'll read the questions. We will kind of go around the table. Uh, Joe, you're getting first question. Trevor, you're next. John, you're next. So just be ready. Uh, Joe, your question comes from CMB. With the rise of Quinn Williams from Bama and the alleged downfall, quote-unquote, of guys like Rayshon Gary and Oliver and Christian Wilkins, do you think Williams has made his way into the upper echelon of interior defensive linemen in this year's group? How high can you put an interior defensive line? Like, <laughs> Well, he's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he literally cannot be blocked. He's got counters on top of counters. He's quick. He's athletic. He's powerful. He's He finds the football. He's slippery. I mean, like, he's 
he's everything we're used to seeing in Alabama defensive linemen, except for like way more explosive and way more, uh, way a much better processor. He just finds a football so effectively. Like, I, I mean, like behind Bosa, like it's Quinn and Williams, the second best prospect in the class. So he's vaulted himself all the way to the top, in my opinion. Wow. Ed Oliver fans are furious. Yes, yeah, they're steaming that. I'm at the top of the list, Red Oliver fans. Phones are off Apparently the not. hook. I can't deny. Not at the top of the list, Joe. No, I cannot deny what Quinn and Williams has proven this year. He's a better prospect than Oliver. Trevor, question from Cody Allison. Is Hollywood Brown better than Debo Samuel? Yes. Why? <laughs> give, me, give me a little. Give me a little bit. Um, I think that I, I just think that he he does more as a dynamic wide receiver. I think Debo's really good. I think he might have more body control than Brown, but when I see Brown, I don't see just a deep threat dude. I see a guy who um, can win a lot in like short area with his speed. Um, I just think he wins with. I think he wins with superior athleticism in a lot of different ways. I think the Tyree Kill comps are kind of crazy because Tyreek is just crazy fast and he has crazy body. Tyree Kill is almost like. Debo Samuel's body, but then Marquise Brown's speed. But um, I'll take Marquise Brown's speed over Debo Samuel. John Ledyard is beside himself. He fine. actually double face palmed at that take. It's fine. He's been wrong before. John, any chance Josh yeah. Allen sneaks into the top five? Uh, no. That is five. Your, that, that's your Tony Romo moment, by the way. That, five. Five. <laughs> No way! I can't go five. No way! I can't go five. That's rich. Five? Top 15? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Very much yes. Five is a little Who goes first? Who goes first? Guarantee one quarterback in the five. Who who goes first? Uh, Josh Allen or Ja'Kai Play? Josh Allen. Yeah, Allen. Yeah. More than Very confident about that. Yeah. All right, so I'll take. A I don't question. necessarily say that I think Josh Allen's better. I'm not even necessarily saying that. I'm just saying I think the NFL will think Josh Allen's better. I have a question from Elijah. Where does Hunter Renfro, Joe Marino's boy, rank in this deep wide receiver group? It's very fitting I'm taking this question because I get to address Joe's boy. He's near the bottom. Oh no! Hey, what 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 quality traits does Hunter Renfro have? Reliable. Uh, He's on the Van Wilder. Always in How long has he been in college? Every Five years, like a ton of these guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, it just I've feels been, longer because he's been dominating 15-game seasons. Ample, there are people on the internet that talk a bunch of shit about drafting a running back in the first round because they think it is totally egregious. Drafting a shifty, gritty, high-motor White slot receiver is even dumber because you can find them everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, but hands like Renfro? No. You can get good hands. Okay, well, okay. okay. Kyle, well, tell me this. Where where are you drafting Renfro then? Where, like, what what He's round? Not. Are you, like, you still comfortable like, with? Six? Round six or seven? Yeah, yeah. You, you're, yeah that's bad. That's bad. But okay. if you were like round four, like I could, I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm so right, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like 60 slots away from you not being offended by my take. Well, maybe. If you said round six, that's more than that. Trevor, slots, I don't mm-hmm. know. of those of us who participated, who struggled the most from the heat of the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's? This is a legit <laughs> suit contest. Um... Not Jeff. <laughs> not Jeff. Not Jeff. Yeah, it wasn't. Dude, it wasn't Jeff. Jeff was a pro. Uh, struggled? It was probably me who struggled the most. John, you had the I, one I where you like went. I struggled. 
Yeah, but I you went full bite though. You went full shrimp. I don't know if I, no, I, I also like, I also I went full shrimp. Did you? Okay, I so instantly regretted it. I had tears weeping down my face. No, actually, I didn't cry. So then it was you. It was you, Kyle. I'm an emotional eater. I can't. I, can't, I, can't I mean, how than the wings we had at the Green Turtle? Because I'm. I guess I'm going to have to deal with this coming. It's not. Yes. It's, it's not hot. It's like. God, I don't know how to explain. Have you had horseradish before? I don't know how to explain horseradish to somebody who's never had horseradish. I mean, I've had like horseradish in It is hard. Like, I. It's like hot in a way that like clears your nostrils, I guess. Like, Like, I don't know. It's like hot in the back of your nose. It's like 8 billion degrees in the back of your nose for like three seconds and then it's done. Can't wait. And Joe's got a delicate stomach, so I'm really looking forward to him having some of these shrimp cocktails. Joe. I'm not staying at the house that night. Risner top 10 question mark. Beatus first round question mark. Same question. Uh, Risner, no, not top 10. That's a little bit rich. I think he's probably 20 to 50 range there. Um, like him a ton. I think he's going to be a quality starter. Yeah, I mean, you know all these interior offensive linemen. They, they just they, say, why don't you just say one through season, one through 75 pick, you know? You know, I'm not used it's, to this type of December. resistance. It's hard to nail down. <laughs> just <laughs> take a stand, somebody. Put he's your feet to ground. He's going, he's going 38. He's, he's going 39, 39 overall. I just said 39. You guys have so much in common. Chemistry. If Beatus comes out, he's a redshirt sophomore. I think he's his first round guy for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to be real happy. And he's a game changer on the interior. But um, I don't know. Risner, 20 to 40. John, last question. Do you have a most highly anticipated matchup between prospects that are participating in this year's senior bowl? Oh. Um. I want to see the question you cut out. What was it? Most anticipated matchups between players participating at the 2019 senior bowl. Mm. Probably Josh Allen against Dalton Reisner or Yadi Kajus. Also, I want to see if Kajus throws hands with somebody at the senior bowl. Yeah. He went to the last guys twice this year. Oh yeah. That's happened. Wait, he did it again? Yeah, he, he actually kicked out of me. He did it again. First way he did it again. Yeah. Oh, dude, I want so that Kajus guy. Got yeah, hurt. he's mean. Kajus, Kajus got hurt, remember, so we, uh, I don't know what his available, like if he'll be healthy, to, we'll have to see, I guess. I just, I just, love, I just love his name because during the, the summer scouting, I'm sure in one episode, if we go back far enough, John was like, yeah, this is offensive lineman, Yadni Kajus. Kajus? No, his name was easy. Because it was the same as Devin Kajus from two years before or whatever. Oh, from man. Stanford. He might be right. That's yeah, how I do. I was prepared for everything. Man, he's he's quick on uh, the draw. All right, no, we did get we did one some, more. There's some names you can keep me on. <laughs> we got one more came in from Elijah at the wire, and then we're gonna sign off on this show. Byron Murphy over Greedy Williams question mark. I personally love Murphy. Uh I'm gonna ask all of you, but for the record, Byron Murphy C V one. Because he is a change of direction monster. And he's another young guy, but he's incredibly intelligent in zone coverage and, and reading route combinations and seeing him jump down on routes and, and attack the football has just been a, a joy to watch. I dug into his all 22 at Joe's house and Joe's a little worried about me. He's like, you all right? Did like, <laughs> you yeah. or what? Like what, yeah. what's going on here? <laughs> John, greedy or Byron? You know, I haven't finished a formal evaluation on either, and they're sure. obviously going to be clo- close, I think, somewhat in my evaluation. But 
based on what I saw from Byron at the end of the season, uh, not even just the last game, but just being able to watch a couple Washington games finally when the SEC schedule lighten up and uh, I wanted to try and get a look at some other teams, it's hard for me to envision having Greedy over Byron Murphy. I didn't think I'd say that. I thought Greedy was the obvious CB1, but I thought Murphy got so much better even this year. They're different corners because Greedy, you know, you'd want him in press man ideally. Uh, you definitely don't want – I wouldn't want him in off – uh, man, where uh, Byron Mur- Murphy's going to be a lot better, I think, in, in off-man or zone coverage. But I, Murphy's exactly my type of corner. He, I love that type of corner, you know. And uh, so I think that, uh, yeah, he, 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 to me, I believe, will end up being my CB1. Trevor. People are gonna people are gonna like Byron the way that they like Jair last year. I think it's gonna kind of be oh, I like this that. the same kind of thing. Not necessarily them as comping exact skill sets, but I can see people who really liked Jair really liking uh, Byron. And so I I think that right now I would also say that Byron would probably be my CB one. Joe, Byron CB one. Bless him. Wow, I did not expect that to be unanimous. Yeah. Universe. Greedy's, Greedy's too good for it to be like a sweep like it is, but yeah, man, I Byron's cannot vote for Byron. All Greedy's just like the same player. Like, he just didn't get any better this year. And it, that's not that's okay because he's already a great prospect. Yeah. But, like, I mean, some yeah. of the same flaws we talked about in the summer were evident all season long. My, my big concern with Greedy, if I can slide it in real quick here before we wrap up, but I think – when you're a press man corner that has inconsistent technique at the line of scrimmage and when you struggle to find the ball vertically down the field and give up some vertical separation as a result, those are like two big things that need to go hand in hand. You have to either win at the line of scrimmage or win down the field at the top of the route. I don't feel like he does either of those consistently enough. And so because of that, I'm a little bit skeptical that like I could see Greedy being a real boomer bust type of guy in the NFL because I think he needs to develop that that consistency to his game, that patience to his game. And right now he's just, he's a very emotional player. And so with that comes a lot of ups and downs. And so that makes him, I think, a little bit of a scary player to trust. I wrote about that going into the year and Joe's right. It didn't really change during the year. So I think my grade has to reflect that lack of change now at this point. And time. If you are listening to the Draft Dudes and Locked On NFL Draft Super Show, Thanks so much for checking us out. Really appreciate you guys taking the time. Uh, if you ask questions on Twitch as we did this live on Thursday night, thanks for visiting. If you missed us, swing on by. We're at the Draft Network on Twitch.tv. So we're going to be doing a lot more of these interactive type recordings and interactions with you guys. That's what we're all about. That's uh, one of the things we take great pride in is making sure you guys have the opportunity to have your voice heard as the football community that we serve on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Make sure you swing over to thedraftnetwork.com. I know Connor Rogers has a mock draft of the first round dropping today. So that's something to look forward to. Everybody loves a mock draft. And make sure you hit us all up on Twitter. Trevor Sikama is at Tampa Bay Trey. John Ledyard is at Ledyard NFL Draft. Joe Marino is at the Joe Marino. And I am at Grinding the Tate. And I'm also that I hit those on the first try. So there that we're going to end on a high note here, signing off for the Draft Network Super Show. Kyle Krabs with John, Trevor, and Joe. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.